host of the Life After Life podcast. I want to invite you to become a patron of the podcast. For just five euro per month, you will get ad-free content, video episodes, exclusive events and discounts throughout the year as a thank you for your support. Check out the link to my Patreon page in the description box attached or go to Patreon and search for Life After Life with Sandy Burns. Hey, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. So I'm releasing this episode a little early this week, okay, because it is Halloween. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the spirituality of the season and how you can make the most of it. So I wanted you to be able to listen to it before the 1st of November if you have the opportunity. Okay, So last year I did an in-depth episode about the origins of Halloween and where the different traditions such as trick-or-treating and pumpkin carving and all that kind of stuff came from. Okay, that was episode 61 and I'll put a link to that episode in the description box attached here below if you want to delve into that a little bit more. Okay, in this episode here I specifically want to talk about how you can work on yourself spiritually during the season of Samhain, okay? And in the Irish language, November is called Samhain because Samhain itself is an old Celtic festival which marks the beginning of the new year, which in pagan times was November the 1st, okay? So in keeping with Irish tradition, the festival always started at sunset the evening before, which is where Halloween came from. It was the Hallow's Eve the eve of All Hallows. Um, Okay, I don't want to get into that. Halloween, you know, the spirits and the souls and everything and All Saints Day, you know, on the 1st of November. So the festival actually started the evening before, which is where Hallows Eve or Halloween came from. So I've already discussed that in episode 61, if you want to go into that a little bit more. But if we concentrate on Samhain itself, okay, and Samhain is spelt S-A-M-H-A-I-N for those of you who aren't Irish, okay? Um, so as I said, Samhain was the beginning of the new year, but it was also the beginning of the darker part of the year, okay? So in Ireland, the year was divided into the darker months and the brighter months, okay? So we probably have more harsh seasons than um, a lot of places. We're just a little island in the Atlantic at the end of the day. And we do literally have you know, six summer months, well, kind of spring summer months, and then you have the autumn winter months, which are considered the darker months, okay? So the two changes, the two main changes of the year, okay, one where you go into um, the brighter months and one where you go into the darker months, okay? So those two changes were marked by two old Celtic festivals. Okay, Samhain, which was on November the 1st, and that's why we call November Samhain, okay? And Bialtna is the other one, and that was no, that's May the 1st, okay? And that's the beginning of the brighter months of the summer. And May in the Irish language is called Bialtna, 
Okay, so it's B E A L T A I N E, pronounced Bealtaine. I know in Ireland we love our vowels, we really do. <laughs> okay, but when we're concentrating on Samhain itself, okay, we're concentrating on the darker months, okay, November, December, January, February, March, okay, and and April, of course. But you know, if you've ever been to Ireland and those of us who live here, we know that literally winter is a long, long time. You know, um, the nights are very long and very dark and we have, you know, a lot of cold and damp weather over the winter months. OK, so they really are and always were considered the darker months. OK, and those darker months of the winter represented the dead and the brighter months of the summer represented the living. OK, so even way, way back then, without any knowledge of religion or even, you know, people back then, they didn't even have the ability to read or write, but they still understood that the two worlds of the living and the dead, they existed parallel to each other. OK, imagine they had that understanding. OK, way back then, it, you know, it, it boggles my mind. Okay, so we know that the darker months begin on November the 1st, okay, and it's meant to represent the dead. But how can we do that, okay? How can we bring a more spiritual feel to this time of year or to this season for ourselves? Like, how can we include our deceased loved ones in our lives right now? And how can we use this time to deepen our spiritual connection, okay? So I've prepared seven ways. The list isn't exhaustive, okay, and I'd love to hear your suggestions. But I have seven suggestions for ways for you to do exactly this, for you to connect on a more spiritual level, connect with the world around you, connect with your spiritual self and include your loved ones in this process. OK, so I'm going to go through these seven suggestions now. So I'm just asking you to listen and see if there's anything here that you can do. OK, that you can bring into your life this sound season to make you feel closer to your loved ones and to your spiritual self okay so the first one that i've said here is to prepare a plate for your loved ones okay and you know this is one of my favorites because it's something that i do you know a lot of the time you know christmas birthdays easter all that kind of thing to include um our my loved ones in our meals and our celebrations but Samhain itself always marked the end of the harvest season, you know, when all the crops were brought in from the fields and supplies were stocked up for the winter. OK, so um, it would be a very old tradition where, you know, on the 1st of November, you would prepare a meal from all the local produce of your area. OK, so if you're going to do that, why not leave out a plate for your loved ones in spirit? OK of you know all the the fare if you like of the season the fruits the nuts you know anything else that you've gathered for your loved ones don't leave out copious amounts okay but leave out a small plate almost like you would for santa claus and the reindeers okay for your loved ones and for any other spirits that may pass by during the evening okay so you can either leave it on the table with yourselves just to include them you know you can leave it outside for any passing spirits that are passing in the evening but it's a way of deepening your connection with the spirit world and letting them know that there's room for them in your life and that you're welcoming them into your life okay so that's the first one. So the second one that I've put down here is gratitude. 
okay and i'm always talking about gratitude okay so i know you're probably sick of um you know listening to me talking about it but you know it's such a big thing in life and you know if we're following on from number one where we create a plate for our loved ones you know this is also a time to give gratitude for everything that you have at this time of year okay we're celebrating the harvest we're eating local foods we're leaving out plates for our loved ones but what about giving gratitude to our angels and to our spirit guides and you know if you're someone who believes in god you can give you know thanks and gratitude to him too and you know as i say i'm always talking about gratitude and the importance of saying thank you to your angels and your guides from time to time well, what better time to do it than during this season of plenty, okay? Your relationship with spirit doesn't just include your loved ones, but your soul group as well. And your angels, your spirit guides, your ascended masters, God maybe, okay, or, you know, source, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so take some time to give thanks, light a candle, meditate, burn incense, you know, whatever feels right to you, okay? And Halloween itself, Halloween and Samhain together, they're a real community spirited time of year. It's a community festival. So we not only spend time with our own families, but most of us come together as communities in some form or another to celebrate, okay? Like we have trick or treating, or we have fancy dress parties, for example. You know, there's lots of ways that we come together as a community. So this is also an opportunity for us to show our gratitude and appreciation for the people in our lives. Okay, the living as well as the dead, absolutely. Okay, number three, seek guidance. Okay, and this is a big one because believe it or not, there is a best time of year for you to look for guidance from your spirit guides. Okay, and this season is that time of year. Okay, because we are more open to the spiritual world at this time, and you know, of course they're more open to us, you know, not more than any other time, but because we specifically go out of our way to welcome spirit and you know, our spirit guides at this time of year, then you know, they're delighted to see that and they're you know, ready for us at this time of year. So therefore, you know, if you use tools such as tarot cards, rune stones, crystal balls, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, using them at this time of year can give you great insight into your future and your future direction in life. Okay, whether that's through a psychic reading or a spiritual assessment, you know, anything like that. So if you've been thinking of doing something like this, you know, now is a great time for it, okay? And on top of that, if you're seeking some knowledge or some advice from a loved one, then of course they're going to be open to the connection, okay? Now, not as I say necessarily more than any other time of the year, but they're aware that your spirituality and your connection is heightened. Therefore, they're open to giving you what you need right now because of that heightened sensitivity, okay? Number four, I've put down past lives. Now, we talk about, you know, the dark months being the months of the dead, okay? And the season of Halloween is the beginning of those darker months. So it's all based around spirit and the spirit world. And because we're open to all of the traditions, you know, our energy becomes more open than normal for connection to the spirit world, you know? 
And as I said in number three above, we can get amazing guidance at this time of year. So this also goes from past life for past life regression. Okay. And I spoke in the last episode, episode number 123, I'll put the link in the description box attached here. In that episode, I spoke about the connection between the soul and the spirit. Well, what better time to take advantage of the opportunity to connect with your soul in the spirit world and delve into some of your past life experiences to help you understand your place in this incarnation, this lifetime. Okay, I know that sounds deep, but past life regression is just to find out, you know, it's curiosity, you know, have we been here before? You know, who were we? What did we do? But, you know, understanding the experiences that we've already lived also gives us an understanding of what we need yet to experience. Okay, so what a great time to do it. Number five, I've put down here exploring your identity. Okay, I'm having an identity crisis. Okay, and you know, if we look at the um, the mask wearing of Halloween, you know, the fancy dress, the dressing up, the disguising ourselves, you know, that tradition has been an integral part of Halloween for many, many centuries now already. But if we look at the spiritual aspect of this tradition, this is also representative of us testing out different sides of our personalities and our identities to find out exactly who we are you know, what our role is in this lifetime. Who are we supposed to be? You know, what fits with us? What feels right and in alignment with us? So trying this with the past life regression, you know, it gives people real spiritual clarity on their soul plan for this lifetime, okay? But also um, wearing a mask or a costume, it's also a way of showing your willingness to adapt and accept change into your life. It's a way of preparing for and embracing the unknown and preparing for life's transitions. Okay, because the transition from the the um, the brighter months of the summer months, we're transitioning into the darker months of the winter months. So Samhain is a celebration of a transition. So, you know, what better time for you to embrace your life's transitions and to introduce changes into your life, but also try out different you know, different identities, different personalities, you know, different things in your life. This is a time of transition. So try out, you know, as they say, try different hats on and see what fits. Okay. Number six, I've put down as meditation. Okay. And please don't turn it off, turn me off right now. Because meditation doesn't always mean sitting in the lotus position, you know, chanting for hours on end. Okay. I don't do that. I just can't do it. It's not me. Meditation is just a way to rest and reflect. It's almost like a disconnection, if you like, from the everyday things that are going on around you at the moment. Okay. So what better time of year for this rest than now when the days are growing shorter and the nights are growing longer? This is giving us more time to reflect on where we are in life versus where we want to be, okay? And this reflection, you know, it's an honesty, it's an opening up with ourselves, opening up the communication. And this allows us to set our roadmaps for ourselves. And, you know, and with that manifest what we want, what we've identified that we want or what we've identified that we need in our lives, 
okay so again we've got the transition here we've got the honesty the openness the connection with our higher selves in order to identify you know what we need and then we want to go ahead and manifest it so the rest and the ref um the reflection you know this is a great time of year now that we've got the longer nights to do it and number seven lastly okay now there's probably many more and i'd love to hear your suggestions but i've put down here connection with nature okay and for me this is a big one because here in ireland we call this season autumn but in the states it's referred to as the fall because the leaves are falling off the trees and you know i don't think there's a bigger sign of change that we can get from nature you know it's an acknowledgement of death okay the leaves wither they die they fall off the trees okay because everything that we experience in life is reflected in nature so if nature is taking this season to acknowledge the transition from life into death then why can't we as well okay it's just a transition we call it death and you know the word itself has become synonymous with the end but you know you're here because you're spiritual and you believe in more so therefore you know that death isn't the end you know whenever i say that i always think of the film the mummy if you've seen it death is only the beginning <laughs> okay and it is really so you know if you have time take a walk in nature ground yourself to the earth while you're here okay and you know i was you know writing this out earlier and i was thinking you know have have people ever really tried to connect with nature okay because i try it all the time and you know i take my teenage son walking with me sometimes in the local park i force him to get out <laughs> into the fresh air and you know in the park where we go there's some really old trees and there's one particular tree that i am consistently drawn to every time i go over there i still don't know why but i'm always drawn to this tree and i always go over and lay my hands on it but i had my son put his hands on this tree to see if he too could feel the energy from it okay so when he put his hands on the tree he jumped back as if he was electrocuted by this tree okay he said he could feel the energy going up his arms and that's exactly the way i feel it you know it's almost like a pins and needles type thing you know the way you can feel it you know kind of creeping up your arm it's normally kind of in the other direction though it's normally when the blood is coming back down your arm but funny when you put you know when i put my hands on this tree i can feel the tingling starting on my fingers and going all the way up my arm and he felt it like like an electric shock you know like when you shake hands with somebody and you get that you know that shock from them you know he felt that in a big way with this tree okay so the energy in nature is amazing okay although they seem dormant to us they're actually very very active okay very much like our loved ones in spirit okay we think of them as being dormant you know maybe gone away not interacting not around us not sentient but the same as the trees and the plants are you know um our loved ones in spirit are still there around us too okay so i feel like i've gone very deep into this whole kind of you know spiritual connection and that in this episode but i hope that there's some suggestion that i've given you here um because you know this season really really excites me and it's something that i've been working on um a lot this year is more my connection with spirituality and developing that into a way that i can help other people okay so try out you know one or more of these suggestions 
see if you feel the benefit of it throughout the month of Samhain. Okay, and I'd love to hear your suggestions as to how you connect more with your spiritual side and with your spiritual, you know, your soul group, your spirit guides, your guardian angels. How do you connect more with all of these things at this time of year? Okay, so I hope you enjoyed the episode, guys. Thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life. So until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife